Jen. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. It's time for another quick one. And this week, we are going to episode 77 that aired in February of this year with Tony and Nikki V. And we join the conversation as they look at the analogy of relationships today with relationships back in the caveman era. Are we making assumptions that create critical issues in our relationships? Listen on and find out. Women will roll their eyes at the prospect of going, right, so he's been to the pub, got pissed, come home, and I've got to go towards him. But you're absolutely right because well, this is how I figured it out, or we figured it out, rather. So so the caveman version of this, they'd come home and they'd be they'd be heralded with a victory because they'd brought their hunt home yeah, and celebrated. Yeah. And so... So, but equally, women need to feel provided. So it's just little things like my yes. husband will just bring me a bunch of flowers home. Yes. Just stupid little things. It's not, it's, it's metaphorical, but he's bringing the, he's bringing the kill home, so to speak. And then I celebrate him. And if you were, if you move towards them um, and then they feel celebrated, because the truth is, this is a really hard truth. The truth is that if I absorb myself in work or your partner absorbs themselves in work or pub or other things, it's because they're not bothered about coming home and you're not serving their needs. Absolutely. Now, that's a really difficult... Oh, well, I think a lot of men, definitely from a man's viewpoint, I always go, you know, when a man's at work, if, if you ask a man, if he goes to work, puts the key in the work door, then actually if you said to him, do you know what to do when you open that door? Most men, most men are very confident when that when certainly most good men, you know, the, the men you want to be in a relationship with are very confident. But then when they come home and they put the key in the door of their house, they have no clue what how to deal because they've never been taught with what goes on behind that door. So that's that's a massive, massive problem. And your cave analogy, I have a little story which gives you the modern, because you've given the like, that is how we work. And we always say that innate in a human. We have still got the cave person alive in us because it's the animal part of us. It's the nature of us. And if we move against nature, which humans have done massively in so many areas, there are always consequences. So my little caveman story is that the caveman wakes up one day and the wife says to him, I've just been to the cave fridge and there's, it's empty. So he says, well, don't worry, I'll go out hunting. Yeah. You know, So he goes under his bed. But he's been a bit lazy, slightly emasculated man, and he's only got one arrow. So he goes out onto the plains and the, the wildebeests are there, and but they're running really fast. And he's like got his bow and he keeps like, you know, and he don't want to shoot his arrow because if he misses, they're all going hungry. So anyway, he's there all day and it starts to get dark and he's thinking, shit, you know, we've got no food. And then a rabbit ran by and he's shot the rabbit. So he's oh, at least we've got something. So he goes home like you said, and he goes into the cave um, with a rabbit and he said to his woman, you know, look, it was bloody tough out there today. Um, you know, the wildebeest that were running so fast. And But anyway, don't worry, we've got rabbit for dinner. So she said to him, pop it in the fridge. So he goes to the cave fridge and when he opens the door, there are three wildebeest in there. So he said, where'd you get the wildebeest? So she said, well, it's a little bit like this. This morning, you know, you've obviously gone off and I've like the baby's gone to sleep and there was a coffee morning going on down the other cave. So I've gone down there 
had a bit of a coffee and I've come home and to be honest, I've tidied the cave up and it was a bit, I was a bit bored. So I thought, you know, I've gone under my bed and I've got my bow and arrow and I've got, you know, a full quiver of arrows. So she said, I've gone out onto the plane and I love it when the wildebeest are going fast. And she was sort of a bit like the strongbow advert for the cider, if you've ever seen the three arrows go boom, boom, boom. So she's gone boom, 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 tied them all up, dragged them home, put them in the fridge. And so what I always say to, to, to girls, you know, so what do you think he did the next day when he got up? Sweet F.A. he didn't need to. His wife didn't believe in him. So what was the point? Yeah, yeah I always say just watch cave TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is your modern day situation. That we're, the human, it's nobody's fault. That's why I 100% agree with you. This is nothing to do with blame. This is to have a realisation or an awakening, whatever you want to call it. We always call it an OFM. You might wonder what that means but it's an oh me moment uh, yeah where you suddenly realize that what we're doing individually but also collectively um in the western world is exactly that the cave story the cave woman and man are still very alive in us and we have moved away naturally from that and that unfortunately moves us away from each other intimately and that means that when there's no intimacy and in, when this is happening intimacy is always always the first thing to go so when we get into a relationship intimacy is too fast and in fact somebody said to us that we said which we never said this um but somebody said no you said you shouldn't be intimate for six weeks and i said well actually we never said that but actually it's a damn good idea and we once met, we were speaking on somebody's stage and we met, um, I think his name's James Kahn, is it? He's one, he's one of the early dragons and he was yeah. speaking. Anyway, I was standing at the back and he went on the stage and he created, I think it's called Alexandra's. It's a, um, recruitment a huge recruitment agency in London. And he, he started this by in a broom cupboard somewhere in a very famous street. So he's a very capable man. Anyway, he, the, the bit that I got from him, which is so relevant to relationships, is he asked the question, how many of you interview somebody if you're employing them just once and then employ them? Well, in the room, which was very crowded, probably 80% of the people put their hands up. So he then said, how many people interview somebody twice? And well, we've only got 20% left, probably 10% of them put their hand up. So then he said, how many people, you know, uh, interview three times and we've got like one or two hands and how many people interview more than three times and nobody put their hand up. So he said, so one of my reasons I believe that I am successful in business is because I, if I'm going to take someone who's going to work very close for me. Like so a my, partnership. Yeah, somebody, like, like it's a relationship. He said, I interview them a minimum of 20 times. Yeah. So I suddenly perked up and thought, oh, my God, how cool is that for an intimate relationship? Yeah, he was going like, I want to meet their family. I want them to take them out for a meal. I want to see how they behave in a shop. I want, you know, I want to do all that. So, so that I, I really measure of the yeah. person. And then, of course, he said, look, it's like, you know, when you employ them, it's like an intimate relationship. So I've always remembered that and thought, you know what, for single girls that are, you know, out there right now, you know, do not jump into bed with this man on first, second or third interview. <laughs> you know, you need to see how he lives. 
You need to yeah. see and that way. And that's why I sort of agree with you girls about your Tinder thing or whatever one it is where you're swiping left and right. Yeah, not, t- not Tinder. No, well, whatever it is. That, that's know. definitely the one where it's on a first date. Yeah, all right. Okay. But anyway, whatever these dating sites are, yeah. In fact, we nearly once got very involved with dating sites to coach the people on dating sites because we'd be encouraging them not to do that. But they sort of very fast realised that, you know, they make money out of keeping you on the dating site. We're oh, going yeah. to keep off the dating site. So. <laughs> so can I just um, bring this up? So dating sites, and I'll, I'll tell you a little, uh, the reason why. I want to go on to communication. My dad, my my mum passed away and my dad's getting back on the, you know, yeah. back on it. And I don't know which dating app that he's got. Um, but he's also uh, just going through prostate cancer, which is not, uh, it's, it's, it'll be fine, it'll be okay. And I'm telling you that for a reason. So he's got on this date, he's in his 70s, and he started dating, and he's he's been for, for lunch a couple of times with a couple of women. Anyway, they've dumped him, his words, which makes me laugh about it. This is a new thing that he's doing. Oh, my gosh. So bear in mind, he's been with my mum for over 50 years, so yeah. dating is not a... a an established skill set that he has. Oh, wow. And he said, so I've, I met this lovely lady and we went for a lovely walk in the country and then we went to a pub and we sat for three or four hours and we had lovely conversation. He said, but I wasn't sure what I was doing the week after. So I said to her, I'll text you for next week. He said, so I text her and said, what are your plans? I'd like to come and pick you up for the weekend to try and, you know, get the next date. And her response was something on the line of, and there was just a couple of things that I would like to discuss with you before we make any more plans and he assumed she was dumping him assumed and so his response by text was i mean no. we left we left our heads off are you dumping me if it's the cancer don't worry the doctor said i'll be clear by march oh, so I will, although there'll be no bunking for a while because obviously that needs to work it out she then texted him back saying you vulgar man don't ever contact me ever oh, no, 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 no. So, so can we talk about communication please no, 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 no. <laughs> oh the number one thing in communications he's fallen over on and that is, we always say, in fact, it's one of uh, Tony Robbins' right-hand men, yeah, um, who's on the stage, and he has this sayings that it's a bit, bit horrible, really, but he said, um, assumptions are like arseholes, uh, because, um, oh, I've forgotten how he says it now. Yeah, opin- assumptions, okay, opinions. Uh, opinions and assumptions and are like, like arseholes, arseholes, and everybody's got one. So, and, and of the course, other thing is, some of them smell. But, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. but look, an assumption, and look, we've fallen into this uh, as well ourselves, even with our clients. One day, we had a couple who weren't a couple sitting in our seminar. They were with us for a few days, and we thought, oh, they're getting on, you know, pretty well, and because uh, they've come as singles, and then all of a sudden, we've seen them. She's crying, and he's um, he's sort of they've walked out the door. And he's following her. Um, Anyway, so we've made the assumption that something's happened and something's so. But look, the thing is, every time you make an assumption, you are wrong. It's a bit like I said with Einstein. You know, science is always wrong. Assumptions are 
99% wrong. You, you, you rarely get it right. So, of course, if you live and go with that assumption and you're wrong, you will get the consequences like your dad did of getting it wrong, which is crazy, isn't it? Because he didn't mean bad. He, he meant good. But the assumption is the problem. So don't assume anything is, is probably a good thing to do. If you've enjoyed our conversation today, please subscribe and download the podcast. To share your thoughts on this episode or to suggest future topics, connect with us on Instagram at Real Women Podcast. And thank you for listening.